although this is guaranteed that it's gonna be 0%, for some reason, so many business owners revert to this one as their first solution. 0%, no new students at all. What is it? here, founder of Jumpstart Your School. Nice to see you. My mission at Jumpstart Your School is to help you live the life you had imagined when you started your teaching business. Thank you so much for watching me today. Before I start, let me mention to you that if you like this, please hit the subscribe button and the little bell next to it. And if you can think of someone who would love this, please forward it to them. Today, I brought you 21 ways to move from always just being a few students short to having a waitlist at your school. These are not necessarily 21 solutions. It's rather a case study of 21 ways you can try, but I will honestly tell you how each way of trying to get students worked out for me. So I also brought you ways that I tried and brought me zero <laughs> new students throughout the years so that you are aware because maybe I can <laughs> spare you a few difficult moments, days, weeks and and work that you you would put into it if you already know that it probably wouldn't work at your school either. I have to add that all these methods were tried at a brick and mortar and an online language school for children okay so please keep that in mind but i'm sure that if you have a different school and listen to it it will help you get inspired and get your own ideas on what methods you could try these are not the long-term methods the goal of this video is to help you if you are in a situation which many of us face at some point when running a teaching business and this is the point when you know that the long-term solution would be different but you are in some kind of a, a money pressure financial pressure and you don't have the time the energy and especially the money <laughs> to experiment on the long-term solutions because of course uh, many of you already know that the long-term solution is to build a dream student cycle, as I call it, where you automatically bring in new potential dream students into your world, even when you don't need them, so that when you need them, you can open a tab and bring those students in automatically or at least in a very easy way. This is not what I'm going to talk about today. What I'm going to talk about is firefighting <laughs> solutions so that you have the financial stability and you can sit back a little bit and think of the long-term solution and work on that dream student nurture cycle, which I'm, I'm talking about. If you prefer to hear about the long-term solution, you better follow the link below and find out more about that. 
and that's what all of us should be striving to reach <laughs> on the long term uh, but today I brought you all the methods I have tried or I'm sure there are a few more but these are the ones I still remember following the idea of Dennis Duffel Thomas who says there are those moments when you have to throw everything at it so it doesn't matter whether it's a sophisticated solution or it's just something uh, improvised it's the today is the list of the throw everything at it ideas when you need urgent help when you have to save your month your year your salary or whatever you you have to save okay so the first idea is offering discounts at other places so like partnering with with places that serve the same uh, kind of audience and temporarily or long term long term offering uh, special discounts to their clients to their customers this method brought me one two percent of students per year as extra it's a low one but it can be a steady one in your in your first years i would say number two the next one will be speaking at local schools at a parents event about the dream island you know i call dream island the place where you are going to take your students where you invite them to go with you the end result of doing your courses doing your classes this one brought me five to six percent new students each year so it's much better than just offering discounts and this much more likely will bring you dream students instead of just bringing in whichever kind of people out of which you still you will still have to filter <laughs> seriously so speaking about the dream island at events where you think your dream students are visiting yeah or participating number three and this is one of those four that worked the best for me this was speaking at entrepreneurs events about again about the dream island and why did it work better for me because simply in my niche entrepreneurs were more open to my ideas they saw me as one of them uh, it was easier to to get their trust and also their support because they knew how it was to start out with something new to be super enthusiastic about an idea but maybe not everybody being so enthusiastic in in your world about that so they also wanted to support me and from just speaking at one event i could increase the number of my students by 15 percent not necessarily that that many entrepreneurs brought their family their children to my school it was more that a few of them came and they loved it and when a person who knows the entrepreneur struggle behind that loves what you do they will be so much more keen on promoting you so they brought their friends and i think it was even much more than than 15 percent but this is what i definitely remember number four and warning this is a zero percent one this brought me no students at all this is doing a storytelling workshop at a local school for children in the morning hours when the parents are not there 
for some reason, so many of us try this. <laughs> it's just listening to this. It's almost guaranteed that it won't work because the school doesn't even necessarily tell the parents about who did the event. They might say, oh, we had a storytelling, da, da, da. But if you do anything at a local school or if you partner with someone in this way, and it's about children. You definitely need to do this when the parents are there too. Otherwise, you might totally fail <laughs> at this. And I'm not saying it won't work for anybody. I think when, when studied carefully and when done right, uh, any of these methods can be the best for you. And what I recommend to you is choose a few, try them, and document them. I had a year when I tried all of these and by documenting them the year after, I only needed to try four of them because I knew what numbers I can expect and what number of students I needed. So it, it all worked out without going crazy. <laughs> it was really just one year when I did this throw everything at it approach. All right, number five, and this is just slightly different than the previous one, but it brought me 10%. It increased the number of my students by 10% that year. And this is setting up a craft corner at a school event when the parents are present, like some kind of celebration, and also run a raffle where people can leave their contact, they can participate, and also ask for their permission to email them later. So you build your list. So by doing this, slightly different from the previous one, and to be honest, it was the same effort, but instead of 0% new students, this brought me 10% new students. All right, number six, a zero one again, setting up a playing corner at a restaurant <laughs> on a Sunday when First, I don't know how, as a new entrepreneur, you think this is going to be a great hit. But in reality, what it is, is babysitting service. Everybody appreciates you, but they, they won't really realize that you are there to build your business or they won't really care. Because what they care about is that they can stay longer and enjoy their time at the restaurant because their children are taken care of. So babysitting service. Number seven was by far the best of the best. It brought me 20% new students over a, the course of a month. I was participating at a festival that was organized for families with young children, which, is, which was exactly my target group. And we had a stand at this event. We did free workshops at this event. We were able to build our list and it was exactly our target families because it was organized for families who were looking beyond public education, looking for more value-added quality activities, uh, high-quality products for their young children, or help, uh, psychological help if necessary, all quality services around families with young children. I'm not saying you need to look for exactly this type of event, but if there is an event, festival, uh, conference for your dream student, then you should definitely be there and 
take the opportunity to to bring in uh, those potential new students. Okay, number eight, the typical one a new entrepreneur would do if, if you run a brick and mortar business is putting up posters on the streets. I got one or two percent of new students each year in the first years with this one. It was the one I hated to do the most, but I did it myself in the very beginning. <laughs> The next one is quite similar. It's handing out leaflets at schools. This brought us three, four percent of new students uh, at our starting years. It wasn't bad because we were able to hand those out to our potential uh, dream students and it was pretty predictable. We got three, four percent by handing out 500 leaflets in the nearby schools. Okay, number 10 is a recommend a friend offer. It brought us year on year 10 to 20%. It always brought us more people when we already had the, the dream student nurture cycle set up, but even before that it worked. And once we had the cycle set up, it was more than 20% each year because people understood the importance of helping us and the importance of bringing our fantastic services uh, to their friends. And we did this each year for a limited time. So this is one of my key solutions that I applied year on year, even when I already had an established business. Number 11 is organizing birthday parties with the service that you are offering. In our case, birthday parties for children in English. These brought us a few uh, percent of new students each year, not high percentages, but the, the reason why these are great too is that these events are paid. So we already got paid for the event anyway, even if they didn't generate more students. Number 12 is appearing for 30 days straight in a flow of connected videos on social media. It was very tiring, but also a lot of fun. And it generated us 5% more students and a lot of followers, which we know we don't earn money with. <laughs> okay, number 13 is an interesting one, especially if you haven't heard of Jeff Walker yet. Jeff Walker is the, the father of all launches and he has this emergency solution. I don't recommend it if you are a new business and you don't have your your students trust yet and I don't recommend you play this every year or something like that. I, I played it only once during the eight years of my school but it brought in 10% of new students within one week. It's called the tax lounge or the tax sale and it's honestly telling your tribe, your audience, that you got a huge tax bill. And to us, it actually happened that the tax bill was much higher than we expected. To me, it's always much higher than I expect, even if I do my numbers. Anyway, so we honestly communicated to our students that we got a huge tax bill and to be able to manage that, we urgently needed to bring in new students so they should bring all their friends who might love our services and they should come to our trial week and they should try it and see if they like it and 
we were able to increase the number of our students by 10% with a text sale, uh, Jeff Walker style. <laughs> number 14 is a great one. It's, it's not as short term as the others. It's appearing on blog posts of uh, well-known or much visited sites that cater for your potential uh, dream clients, dream students. For us, uh, these generated 10 to 20 uh, new students a year. Um, I have to add that these blog posts were amazingly written. The content of blog posts were on one hand, what we do, our services and who we serve and our mission. And on the other hand, uh, like a behind the scene ar scenes article about me, about my life, about how I started with this uh, business and my whole mission. So I have to add that it was amazingly written and even one or two years after issuing these articles, they all, they still generated new contacts and new students. So that was an amazing solution. Number 15 is calling all the contacts you possibly can. And I'm not talking about cold calls. I'm call, I'm talking about calling people who once uh, expressed their interest, but then for some reason didn't sign up or people that left you their contact details at an event, but they haven't signed up yet. Um, so calling them and offering them to, to come in and try your services. This was one of our favorite <laughs> emergency solutions uh, in the first two years of the academy, and it could help us increase the number of students by five to 10%. Number 16 is running Instagram lives or appear on YouTube videos. For us, it generated one to 2% new students, not a big number. For you, it might work much better. Number 17 is another one that didn't generate any new students uh, or maybe one or 2%. Uh, what it definitely generated is a lot of followers and we know we don't get our salary <laughs> from the followers. Uh, so you gotta know this. Um, it was a raffle uh, where we gave away 500 euros of value and, and yeah, generated a lot of noise around us on Instagram, but it didn't directly generate a lot of paying students. Number 18 is one of my favorites because it generates dream students, but not only dream students, it generates raving fans straight away, like instantly. And these were events we organized for our students where they could bring their best friends. And most of the time, the people they brought, they instantly signed up. So per year, we were able to generate five to 15% of new students just by running these fantastic events. And these were always an amazing experience for all of us, for all our students. And then whoever came in through these events, they always stayed really long and they became instantly <laughs> our raving fans. So they even brought their friends. So the ripple effect was, was great here. 
Number 19 is invite a friend once a month. We had this uh, added generally to our terms and conditions that they could always invite a friend once a month to a workshop. Um, this generated a few new students, I would say two, 3% a year. So not huge, but it was a nice gesture uh, towards friends. So I liked it, but it's not something that will generate you <laughs> tons of new students. Number 20, and although this is guaranteed that it's gonna be 0%, for some reason, so many business owners revert to this one as their first solution. Guaranteed 0%, no new students at all. What is it? It is the business owner starting to give classes instead of spending their time on bringing in new students. If you do this, guaranteed, this method will generate you zero new students. So please, please, please try all the other 19 <laughs> before you revert to this one. I know it sounds difficult, but Really, if you compare the time, like maybe you have to spend two weeks or a month suffering on trying those 19, but by letting classes eating up your time that should be spent on bringing in new students, you don't just have to suck it up for two weeks or a month. It's for a whole year or even longer. <laughs> yeah, some get stuck in that situation for years. So yeah, the conclusion is that try the other 19 before this one. <laughs> and number 21 is building a nurture cycle, building a dream student nurture cycle and put it into action. That's a long-term one, I know, but it's totally worth it. And if you are thinking seriously about your business, that's the way to go. Thank you so much for your time today. I hope you found this useful and remember to subscribe and hit the little bell so that you get the notifications. And if there's anyone else who you think this would be useful for, please forward it to them. Thank you. Bye.